fucking New York anymore. You probably even have to like fuck with any of that shit anymore. Well, I just meant as like a starting ground. Yeah, at all. Like it's just everyone, the YouTubers, man. Those guys. Oh, yeah. Those guys fucking suck. Don't get me fucking started. Like King Batch is famous now. Who the hell is that? He's a, he was a Vine guy. Uh, Vine died. Oh, he yeah. He was like one of the big Vine guys. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got... I mean, he he got hype off of that, and then he probably has a YouTube or a TikTok or something now, but he, he's in movies and shit. Like, right, right. Well, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast. With? With? Rob Santos and Jeff Deldona. I forgot how we did this shit. You usually say with myself, Rob Santos, and, and then I'll say my name and so you know. Yeah, so let me start that again. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and Jeff Deldona. (laughs) Hey, guys. Yeah, so I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah, Crazy shit's happening right now. It's it's a lot going down, yeah. The biggest thing right now that is happening on the streets right now is that Kelly Ripa lied about where she's been quarantined for the past three months. I don't believe it. Are you kidding me? Kelly Ripa has been in the Caribbean really? for three fucking months saying that she was locked in her apartment in New York City. Why would she lie about that? Because white confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so, okay, how did she get found out? Uh, I think she confessed. Okay. I think it's that he was getting on her or something like that, and she confessed. It. I don't have too much information. All right, so what it sounds like to me is she wanted, she didn't want to look like a celebrity. She wanted to look like, oh, I'm just like you. I'm a normal person. See, I'm stuck in my apartment, too. Mm-hmm. Solidarity, everybody. And it wasn't that way at all. Hell so no. Felt, she's trying to save face, and then she ended up and, yeah. falling face first into it. Right, and then you know how the devil does. Right. Um, Seacrest? Yeah. Because I don't think that guy has, an, has ha, ever had one original thought in his life. Probably not. Yeah, that must suck when you can't say what you want. Mm. You know? When her husband, Yeah, and her three children are quarantining in the Caribbean. Because Kelly Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelos, speaks out for the first first time since quarantine backlash. On May 21st, news news broke uh, that Kelly Ripa and her family are quarantining in the Caribbean instead of New York City. Shortly after, Kelly's husband, Mark Consuelos, posted an Instagram congratulating their son, uh, Michael, on his graduation. Live with Kelly and Ryan, uh, whatever that, the devil. Live with Kelly and the devil. Ryan Seacrest was on that. Yeah, he is. This dude has all the jobs. Um, uh, viewers have shared their thoughts about the lie. It's a fucking lie. Look at these motherfuckers looking like, yeah, NYU graduation. And then, like, right after, they're getting pina coladas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's funny, man. I just, and the thing is, it's like there's so many people that, uh, the great part about it is, too, is how everybody has been upset with with her. Yeah. Not every, like there's a lot of people that's like, oh, why would ABC continue the lie? And um, you know, like and like oh don't be upset with ABC. You can be upset with her for being fake as fuck. Well that's the thing is like this bitch has always been fake. Yeah. (laughs) Like how do you not tell see the thing, how do you not tell that this bitch has been fake forever? Like you I just look at her as like 
fake. You know, what I mean? don't watch that show. I mean, I'm sure I've probably seen an episode here or there, but mm-hmm. I used to like kind of like her for some reason. Like I felt like she had a good, like you know, good energy, yeah. spirit, or something. Yeah, yeah, because that's what white women do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make you. They're the fox, man. They make you think what? that they that that, that that you like them, <laughs> and then they go and they get attack when they get ready, man. They eat your eggs. Yep, dude, they're pieces. She's like, yo, she's one of those like. Was woke white women, yo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she just wants to get people. You know, she seems like it. She seems like she loves her family and shit like that. But at the same time, it's like one who gives a fuck where she's doing the show. Yeah. Two. Um, if I were a big fan of the show and she's like, oh man, she lied. I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> also, in, 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 like aside from the lie, isn't she doing everyone a favor by getting way the fuck far away from people? Yeah, like and bye, not bitch. breathing on them and shit. Yeah, bye, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I don't understand why people get so upset over this. Over the silliness, I just wanted. I just wanted to read some of the tweets. Some people were like, "I'm gonna find a new morning show now." I mean, <laughs> like, how did you find the internet? What's that? <laughs> Say, how about that person finds the internet and stops yeah. watching regular television? Yeah, seriously. Like Kelly Ripa fan slam live host proclaims she's filming in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's the uh, filming in the hardest hit New York, but secretly living in the Caribbean. Well, you know what it is. It's it's people, and you can read the tweets, obviously, but. It's like people are especially like antsy and gossipy because everybody's most for the most part we're all you know stuck home more often than we're out so that's when you get like oh my god I can't believe she would lie about that can you believe this it's like I, I you know she was like a sister to me I can't believe that fucking Kelly Ripa wouldn't be honest with me about certain things because she's a bitch probably, who knows well, probably, probably yeah but you know what the, like so let me go here look so Kelly Ripper decided to hold to hold in place, not travel during a lockdown, and keep her family out of a virus hotspot. And we are mad because she did all it, it all in a nice place. Get a life. Use your energy better, people. Like just yeah. one person talking shit. Yeah. Like I always love uh, love Kelly Ryan, whatever his bullshit show is, but feel a little lied to for the past three months thinking she was NYC. But it turns out she's in the Caribbean. I know it's her business on what she does, but why not be honest in the beginning? Because that's what white people do. Yep, even me. Yeah, just a, look. I'm not even in the studio right now. I'm mm-hmm. actually in um, uh, Punta Cana. Oh yeah, exactly. I am <laughs> yeah. in uh, Greek Isles. I'm in Greek Isles right now. Um, she didn't get stuck. She literally left. Literally, I love how we literally use that word. She left NYC after the shelter in place order on three twenty because she can't was taping. Leave NYC, can you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she, yeah, exactly. So it's a lie. She said she got stuck there. She fled the city. See, it's like you know, people saying like, but I get the funny thing is, is I get, I get why people would do it. Uh, it's like very turned off by this by the show knowing that Kelly Ripper chose to lie about being in, being stuck in her NYC apartment for three fucking months <laughs> looking for a new morning show. You know it'd be funny if what gave it away was um, like her background probably looked like a normal New York apartment but she'd like, have a drink and every single drink would be served in a coconut or something <laughs> <laughs> with a straw and a fucking umbrella. And a half-naked um, Caribbean man. Yeah, somebody bringing it to her. You know, she put that line. Okay, Miss Kelly, I have your drink. Yes, exactly. You know, and Kelly Ripper, I love you, but I really think not disclosing where you were during all of this was a misstep. Your loyal viewers assumed you were in NYC and felt you for being in the hardest-hit state. It was just deceiving on your part. It's all of these things. 
all these things. <laughs> this is not important. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? That's what I'm saying. But they fucking hate this shit. Because yeah. what am I going to do when you're fucking lying to me? You know what? Everyone lies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I lied to my girlfriend on the way here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's like, what are you going to go do at the, at the studio? None of your fucking business. And I left. And that is a lie. <laughs> it is her business. Yeah, exactly, right? But no, I, what I'm saying is just, I love this. I love how people's mentals people's emotions and feelings get in the way. They're just like, yo, first and foremost, fuck Kelly Ripper, right? Yeah. Because she's been through two male hosts. <laughs> she's got a third More male host. That, you got yeah. your Regis, you got Michael. Yep, and now Ryan is three. Ryan, I, think, yeah. I feel like there's one more. How many? I don't know. Like, Maybe she had a bunch of guys fill in like when, yeah. like, in between Regis and Michael, I want to say, something like that. I, I'm ashamed that I know all that, but right. I do. I know a lot of things that I, I'm ashamed I know. Dude, I'm telling you, like, it's fine because, it, yo, that's the that's the biggest news right now on these streets. Currently today, yeah. Currently today is Kelly Ripper fucking up. <laughs> you know, this makes me think of um, when, so t- I just posted something on my Facebook, and uh, it has to do with a current event. And I realized something the other day because... Uh, my girlfriend had written something really poignant about what's going on, and she showed it to me. And I was like, "Who wrote this?" And she's like, well, "I did." And I was yeah, like, "Oh nigga. my god, really? This is this is really well written. Like, yeah, really good. You should post fucking, it." Fucking sexist over here. Didn't believe this. Back, no, <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm like thinking, this. "Well, there's gonna be some 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 response to this, some blowback or whatever." And I was like, I don't want her to have to go through that. But at the same time, it's it is what it is. If you want to express an opinion, um, you was know, all you, this about Kelly Ripa? No, well, okay. sort of in in the, in the okay. sense that like um, people just feel like they deserve to be heard, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, I have a thought about this and a feeling, and I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna mark out uh, 15 minutes of my day, and I'm gonna let Kelly Ripa have it. Like I'm gonna tell her exactly because I know she reads this. I know you read this, Kelly. But it's so ridiculous. It's like honestly, like you put your opinion out there. Like do you do you really think that anyone is gonna read that and 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 be swayed in any direction? Have I not been saying for years that everyone doesn't deserve a voice? I agree. With you. <laughs> Remember, you were like, no, 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 no. you were at one point, you were like, but no, maybe. I was like, no, no. Because that's what happens when you give people yeah. opportunity to say things that's on their minds and on their hearts. But go ahead. My, so, but again, my, my, you have the right to express yourself all you want, but don't expect people to care about it. <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, it's like, well, see, what I was thinking of is I was worried about people commenting on her post, and mm-hmm. but then I thought, like, well, here's the thing. if Even if people do, it doesn't matter you don't have to respond you don't have to engage if someone feels like they look at your post and they want to express their opinion about it go ahead that's fine i hope you feel good about it that's great i personally i posted something a moment ago before rob got here i I wrote a disclaimer underneath it in the comment section saying that you can say whatever you want good good for you Mm -hmm. i am not engaging in an online discussion about this whether you agree with me or you don't. It, do, it doesn't matter. I'm like, it's an, you're either talking into an echo chamber, or you're or you're getting into an argument with someone who will never be convinced otherwise, and they will never convince you. So it's pointless. Exactly, man. Fuck everybody's words. 
Yeah. And the thing about it with Kelly Ripa is that chick, she just looks shysty. She looks like she... See, yeah, I never got that from her. Oh, I got that immediately. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you're not white. Mm. And I say that... Actually... Oh, excuse me. I'm actually, lying to you. I'm no. not white. Yeah, exactly. Let me, let me pull that back. No. That's what happens when you experience trauma. Okay. And, and especially if you experience trauma in a way where you don't fucking trust people. I see. You know what I mean? And where you felt like your whole life people have done you dirty mm-hmm. and you become a cynic. And so, and also too, it's like when you're predisposed to fucking indoctrinated to think all white people are trustworthy, you know? Which is a problem. You, right, you know. because it happens, right? And eventually you start picking up that. But plus, I feel like personally for myself with the way that I am and what I've been birthed with, I feel like I'm a good judge of character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can add something in terms of just like being able to figure out who people are kind of. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I can like read people to a certain extent and then be able to add it to like, oh, yeah. Watch out for that person. They seem cool, but just be mindful. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never want to say someone's like completely shady, even though me just fucking around thinking it's funny. But I can see through people from time like like Ryan Seacrest has not had one original thought since what? Yeah, yeah. Since two thousand. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like uh, Kelly Ripa, you know what I'm saying? These people they 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 placate because they do everything for the audience. They don't do anything for themselves. You know it's kind of funny, real quick side note on the whole Seacrest thing. Um, so when American Idol first started, obviously that was Seacrest's big break. Mm-hmm. And there were two hosts. One of was uh, obviously Seacrest. The other was this uh, comedian named Brian Dunkelman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he only lasted the first season. Mm-hmm. But he was the one that was actually like trying to joke around and trying to make it interesting or whatever. Yeah. And obviously the studio was just like, hey man, we just want someone to do the job. You just got to host. Uh, Dunkelman, you're out. Yeah. Even though you're creative and interesting. Uh, j- shut up. We don't. You know. We don't want that. Right. So that's what's going on. That's what happened with. with, with that's why Seacrest is so successful is because he's just kind of a yes man, who fits into every mold. And uh, and like you said, he's the devil. It's a goddamn devil. Yeah. I, and, I, and I bring this up too because, like, I bring it up because obviously there's other realer shit going on. Mm. You know, I mean, Kelly Ripper's at the top and then everything else falls to the wayside. Yeah, Kelly Ripper matters. Yeah, I mean, shit, for people to go up there and be able to text that, tweet that shit, you know? Yeah. Um, but I find it interesting how every level of it is all choice mm-hmm. and the way the mind works and how the emotions and the feelings that go how long have I been talking about emotions and feelings and about people checking their shit for well, most, most of our adult lives <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean I've been talking to, and, and on this podcast which has been like five is it like five years uh yeah yeah, yeah well, well, it'll be yeah well, just every, over five years yeah ten episodes a year for average <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is some quality shit guys but I've been talking about emotions and 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 feelings and how your mind works and how like especially the latter part of our, like when we really started getting into it mm-hmm. I I would say like why did why does Kelly Ripa have the need to say that to lie. Oh, I think I just explained. She's trying to save face. Exactly, exactly. But she's trying to save face, right? But the thing is, she makes that choice. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? She makes that choice and she wants to go ahead and be something bigger or be a part of this thing. She's saving face, but why is she saving face? Does she not want to lose people? Is there something that like that that triggers her? Like what is it it's that an, makes it's an it overall makes... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, go ahead. You're good. It's an overall self-preservation in like, yeah, she doesn't want to lose people, she doesn't want to lose viewership, she doesn't want to make it seem like she's above everyone else. Uh-huh. Um, and 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 what the bottom line is, she doesn't want to lose her job. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's not going to lose her job. This woman's super popular. She's hella popular. Right. But to go to the Caribbean, to go way out there, right, mm-hmm. and then try to say that she's down with the people, that she's for the cause, she's always with this bull, with like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, my son graduated from NYU. It's like, no, you guys, you guys are in some whatever island, which is that's her prerogative. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. But she made a choice to lie. Because of that fear. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, to save face. But there's a fear there. There's, a, there's, an emo, there's an emotional reaction there that she is afraid of losing something. Right. And she's afraid of like confronting. Right. And confronting some sort of truth. Like if she would have just said in the beginning that she's going to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. right? But I guess the stay at home order was on the 20th. And I think she might have left after that. But she made that decision because of some emotional thing that she has to fight because she's afraid of confronting some sort of truth. So she makes this choice, comes up with this lie, lives this lie for three months, and then finally something happens where it breaks her. Mm-hmm. And then now they're all, now now they're really trying to save face. In the beginning they were trying to, like you were saying they try to save face, right, you know, because yeah. like her going away or whatever, why she made that choice. I don't think she made that choice to save face 100%. I think her reacting to it now is, is saving face. Which would you were getting to, right? Uh, I, I mean, I think it. Well, again, in the beginning, like like you said, uh, she the, the, the stay at home order we said was the twentieth. Yeah. She may have left after that. Right. So therefore, she's using her celebrity and and white privilege mm-hmm. to to you know for gains basically to to get out. And, right. And, you know. And and you know what the funny shit is, if anyone else was in our position in her position, mm-hmm. they'd fucking do it too. If they anyone, would, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then it's it's but since we can't think and feel and be on her level mm-hmm. or not even her level, be in her situation, we will never ever see the other side of it. Well, yeah, people are just going to look at it like you're taking advantage of the system because you are privileged in being a celebrity, right? And there's, and there's two different sides to everything. Yeah. Now you got some people saying, "Yo, who gives a fuck if she did that?" You know what I'm saying? And there's other people she lied. You know, that's kind of fucked up. Both those things are true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what? why can't we be like, you know what? She's a piece of shit for doing that lying, but I feel what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why can't both those things ring true? Yeah. You know, and, and, and the thing with Ripa is like she made that choice to bounce because that fear of probably catching COVID, right? You know right. what I'm saying? She's not trying to do, she's not trying to be with us commoners. You know, like somebody like she's not one of us. No matter how much you think and feel that she is and how much she tries to connect, she does not feel that she's one of us. Right. She gets on the arc in that movie twenty twelve. <laughs> exactly. You see what I mean? And that's the thing. And the thing and what is that? What does that boil down to? Her mind state. Right. Which leads me into the next thing. Mm-hmm. Right, what's his name? The guy who passed away. George Floyd? George Floyd. Leads me into that. Now, I have no feeling on it. Because mm-hmm. I can't feel, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this podcast and it sounds like I'm being insensitive, turn this shit off now. 
Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. We're in for a wild ride, everybody. <laughs> because I don't... I, like, sometimes when I try to explain shit to people, because I don't understand what feelings are, mm-hmm. and people, because my feelings have been stripped from me because of my trauma, mm-hmm. and so when I see another black man dead on the street, and seeing another one, like, you know, getting choked out, you know, especially, like, in that video that we saw, um, a part of me was just like, and another one, you know what I'm saying? Another one. Another one, you know, some college shit. However, I am shocked about the global outrage, if you will. But I also think there's a handful of things at play. One, mm-hmm. everyone's tired of being in the house. We're in for a wild ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just no. But, but listen, listen to me. Yeah. Like, people are not gonna like this shit. I mean, can, you know what? I, 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 can I add to this real quick? Go ahead. Go um, ahead. I, I find that what you're saying interesting in that. Um, the the same people, and again, this is not an indictment. I'm not saying like they're being hypocrites, but you know, people who uh, uh, tend to be liberal, progressive minded are the ones that, over the last few uh, weeks or months, even, are saying like, no, 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 we have to stay home. We have to flatten the curve. This is what you know. Be safe. Wear your mask. All this other stuff. And then this happens, and now these same people are out in the streets in crowds, still wearing masks, of course. But and again, I'm not not an indictment. I'm not saying it's hypocrisy, but like this is something that, you know, obviously has inspired people to, at least on the surface, put their own safety aside to join this cause. But the way that you're phrasing it, it is interesting. It's like maybe. I hate to be like, you know, I hate, I hate to, I don't know, it's like not a conspiracy, but maybe in part people are doing this because it does give them a reason, a legitimate reason to get out of the house and not feel guilty and actually even feel heroic. And rage against something. Yeah. Majority of what I've seen is rage. However... There's people that talk, okay, so people watch the news all the time. It's like, <clears throat> this is the thing that, that it goes two ways, in my opinion. The viewer is responsible for what they see. Mm-hmm. And, and interpreting it. And, and interpreting it. And the network is also responsible for what they show. Right. So people were saying things like, oh, not all the protests were riots. True. And that is true. That is true. But if you were to go ahead and see a peaceful protest, you turn the fucking channel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Negative so, press yeah. gets more uh, eyes on it than positive press does. Exactly. And why is that? Because the news... more interesting. Absolutely. Nope. Not at all. Not at, Well, no. yes, that's one part. Forgive me. That's one okay. part. You're right. Second part of that is because the news, marketing... Anything that you can think of that people are content is trying to be driven, mm-hmm. they're using your emotions against you mm-hmm. to make th- to have them do whatever it is that the fuck they want. If they go ahead and show you some shit about somebody about all this stuff that's happening, they're using your emotions against you mm-hmm. to get what they want. Right. And if they Which show is you your attention exactly, and if they show you a peaceful protest, then your emotions like, oh, well, this is great. Let me go watch yeah, um, like, oh, Housewives. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm thank saying? God, it's calmed down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let me go watch this. But if I see something where there's a fire burning and there's somebody, 
you know, crying and ass and titties all over yeah. the place. And then I was like, oh, I gotta watch all this ass and titties. You know? <laughs> like, and to go back to it, and then when when they do show you that stuff and that's all they're showing you, then you get to have an opinion again. Exactly. And you and, get to express right, it online. Right. At least these motherfuckers ain't lying to me like Keller Ripper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, but that's the thing. And people don't understand it. They don't realize that, that their mental and their emotional state is consistently being used against them mm-hmm. at all times. At all times. Mm-hmm. And I've always, and I've been saying it for years, man, if you really want to have some sort of enact a level of change, your mindset has to be there and focused first. Mo- yeah, most people are reactionary creatures. Uh, and I know, so, oh, I'm not a creature. Shut up. You're being reactionary right now. You're mm-hmm. reactionary creature. Yeah, that's a hypothetical uh, fucking okay. asshole. <laughs> but yeah, so people are reactionary, most of them, not, not all of them. And they don't analyze what would make them, like, why do I feel this way about this? This situation or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they they don't. They just react. They just I, oh. I'm angry, so that means it's valid, and I need to continue with with my thought on that, my feelings, mm-hmm. instead of going like, "Why is this bothering me so much?" Like, you know, or, or even like later on, coming down, calming down, and going like, "Man, I was really upset earlier today." Like, and it was over something trivial, you know, and not not that's not to say that this stuff is trivial that's going out right now, but like still. People do get upset over tiny little things, and they never, most of them never, like, go back and look at it and go, boy, I, I, that was fucking ridiculous that I got that upset about something, or yeah. I got or, or I got sad, or whatever, you know, or I got overly happy about something that has, like, little to no effect on right. my you know, day-to-day life. Right, exactly, and I look at someone like, my, my you know my boo thing, Tommy Lauren, mm. <laughs> this bitch was talking shit about how... How like oh like going around and 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 you know shooting I mean not shooting up and destroying your neighborhoods and your businesses and all this nest the right one that's not an original thought yeah you know what I'm saying that's like that shit's been around forever right. uh, and two when they were kneeling peacefully exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then that's also been an argument that's been brought up the one thing I yeah. the one thing that drives me nuts too is just like the same refrain takes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden everybody's really mad because we, we saw a guy die on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so now we saw, because I always said, people love watching right reality shows. Mm-hmm. They love watching right reality shows. But for black guys, for black people, what we have is reality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you saw a black man die on TV. You saw your favorite character just die on TV. And look at the outrage Mm-hmm. We already knew in the past that it was doing these things, but now all of a sudden, for some reason, because we saw a black man die, now we have to change. We have to change 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 20 years ago, 30, 40, 60, 400 years ago. And we've been having to change forever, but for some reason, because we saw this and our emotions have, are in the way now, now we have to make the change. My point with that is, it's like, well, what are you actually going to fucking do? It was like, we need to have the conversation, we need to have the conversation. We've been needing to have the conversation about the conversation about the conversation forever. Yeah. And the thing is, the same motherfuckers that want to have the conversation are the same ones that aren't mentally and emotionally healthy to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's too much anger, there's too much rage, and too much fear behind it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I realize is, like, you just can't give something to someone. You can't. You can't just openly, like, I hate to say it, you can't just give us the opportunity like that. Because we won't know how to accept it immediately. Mm-hmm. It has to be a gradual process. Because we're so used to being inundated with bullshit, 
that once we actually start to get something, you're going to second guess it. And then what's going to end up happening? Now you're going to have another type of revolt of some sort. Yeah. Every, the thing is, well, how do we do that? We have need to better ourselves with our mental and our emotional states. But we're not taught that. Well, the only time we're taught that we're, anything matters, the only time our, our lives matter for black people is when something bad happens. I'm always told that I'm a king. When, 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 like, every time I say, hey, love king, you're great, you know, you're doing your thing. It's like, well, okay, what happened to a black guy now? Every time, because it's the same refrain, the negative reinforcement being reinforced, you know, the negative reinforcement being put out there because of something negative taking place, because that's all we know how to act within is in that negative state of being. Mm -hmm. We don't know that other side yet. We don't know what Kelly Ripa knows. And Kelly Ripa is going to protect her shit at all costs. What makes you think these motherfuckers are just going to give that shit up? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Exactly. I love all look look all the like the, the black celebrities are even kind of like you know not saying much, you know. But at the same time, it's just like look, anyone can say anything from their home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what are the motherfuckers really like? I saw these like these celebrities trying to raise money. It's like, yo, y'all have the money. Yeah. What y'all raising the money for? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck, y'all got it? <laughs> you know, like, why you need it from me? Take it from me, LeBron James. We could really use oh, your money. Oh my God! Don't get and then LeBron. I know. And LeBron and his honor. He's he is black Brian Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker hasn't had one original thought since he got drafted by the Cavaliers. Mm. Because all these dudes out here. Because this is a thing. This is a thing too. People don't understand. If you're listening to this, if you're being pissed off, I'm glad. I love to have a conversation. But someone like LeBron, all these guys are doing are protecting their motherfucking brands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? LeBron said something. If he doesn't say anything, people will be like, hey, LeBron, why aren't you saying anything? Yeah, because he doesn't have to. He can say just enough to get these people who are mentally and emotionally dense yeah. and look at him as a great basketball player. It's like, it's like he was talking some shit about Hong Kong in the beginning. He immediately stopped that because what he said was ignorant and stupid. Mm. The one time LeBron James had an actual thought about something, it was ignorant and it was stupid, and he got fucking eviscerated for it. Yeah. So LeBron James isn't as smart as you guys think he is when it comes to social issues. He just has enough money to be able to give it away and open up a school, and they, oh, he's great for that. But then when it really comes down for him to actually have an actual thought or opinion, he can't do it because he's not that fucking smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't go to college. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. See what I'm saying? Mean, but no, but he matters. can't fully argue. Like, LeBron James couldn't fully articulate a thought. The guy knows how to do one thing only, play basketball. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The guy's mediocre at making content. Been saying that for a while. And But the reason why I use him as an example, because that is the reason behind this bullshit. Because when, when people of color get all this shit, they think they, it's, yeah, make the school. Okay, yeah, make the school. No, how about you let us into Hollywood with you? How about you give us a fucking job? You know what I'm saying? How about all these black people, all these black celebrities give us fucking jobs? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why is it I have to struggle my ass off just to get someone to pay fucking attention to me, whereas my white counterparts who I came up with are all, most of them are put on? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like black, we keep that shit tight. You know what I'm saying? They all, the, the, it's a small circle. They're not, they're not going to let some random motherfucker who lives across the street right now in there at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to do that. No, because that motherfucker ain't ready for it. So it's like, we need to change, we need to be better. What, what do you mean we need to be better? What the fuck does that mean? 
Be better at what? There's so many people saying such generic shit to sound like they're on the right side of being right. No one's saying anything specific. Little Wayne was talking about that shit, yeah. and he got fucking eviscerated for it mm -hmm. because he was saying, "Yeah, we're talking," but no one's saying anything specific about yeah, anything. What's the plan? What are we doing? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, it's like, yo, these black leaders need this fucking shit just as much because if things were okay, then well, what are we gonna do? We got nothing to do. We need to start some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just. And I guess my, I, I just get frustrated with it. Not even frustrated. I just, it's hard for me to, to feel about it because there's someone profiting off of this. There's somebody, you know, going to, you know, take their claim and become a star from this. You know, somebody's going to benefit from this situation. Yeah. And it's not going to be you or I. It's going to be somebody who was like waiting for this come up moment and boom, catapult them to a next level. Mm -hmm. And we're still going to be stuck. This, look, all the protests are great. Get that sh anger out. Get that rage out. But then when that shit subsides, man, then what? Then what? When you're no longer angry and you have all the stuff that you got from Dolce & Cabana, whatever store, or the <laughs> Gucci store, when you got all the purses you got, all the Jordans you got that you done stole, then what? Nobody See, fucking knows. Uh, and, and the difficulty here is... As a, as a white person, you know, I am limited in, in, in society of what I can really say about it. Not that I, not that I actually have, like, all, all these crazy opinions, but I, I know that, like, or for example, uh, I, know, I know people who support the Black Lives Matter movement, but mm. also are condemning the, the rioting and the looting and all. Like, okay, you know what? Condemn the looting, because like, there are definitely scumbags out there. Mm -hmm. They're taking a vulnerable moment and taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I and, agree. And uh, unfortunately, the, the movement is getting the blame. Um, the, the rioting, that's different. Um, you know, you can push so far. You try, you try protesting peacefully. You know, eventually shit's going to boil over. Yeah, it's, just, it's when you have a handful of people who are angry and opportunistic, that's where the riot, that's where, like, the looting stuff comes in. Right. When you have the people who are angry and want to make a difference and have a certain level of morals, that's where you get the protesting. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got so many others that maybe on the fringe that just want to go there and start some shit because mm -hmm. they're angry and they've been wanting to hit a cop for a long time. You know, those opportunistic guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, 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 it runs the gamut of the type of mental, emotional state of being that these people have. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, it's like it, listen, if people had a better mind state... And what I mean by better, meaning if they were learning to able to, if they learned to be able to control their emotions, and their feelings, and their thoughts, then they'd be able. You wouldn't see looting, mm -hmm. you know. But they, you can't because there's so many weak-minded people out there. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean weak-minded people saying like they suck. I mean no, they're legitimately weak-minded because they haven't built that muscle mm -hmm. that is their mind, mm -hmm. because they don't have to, you know, or they choose not to. Everything comes down to choice. Those people made a choice. That gentleman that killed Mr. Floyd made a choice. Hmm. He, he, to me, is no different than Kelly Ripa. Just in a different way. But, yeah. Having that confidence, having that ability to be like, no, I'm not like you commoners. I'm not like you black folk. I'm better than you because I'm a police officer. 
and I, I am the law type of shit. Mm -hmm. Whereas Kelly Ripper is like, yo, fuck y'all common motherfuckers. I'm not catching this shit. I'm better than y'all. <laughs> I'm out of here. There's no, the only difference between Kelly Ripper and the dude that killed someone was the guy who fucking caught a body by doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Kelly, reason why I bring up Kelly Ripper because there's a million motherfucking Kelly Rippers out there. And there's a million motherfuckers of that, of that cop. Racism is in different types of ways. Mm -hmm. The shit that Kelly Ripper's doing, that lying shit, is no, you know what I'm saying? Is it, it's on the well, same way. Yeah, more classism, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, but, it's still bigotry. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Because the thing is, though, it's like, I don't think right now racism, but it's like, but there is still a level of, I'm better than you. Right. It's there's a, yeah, there, yeah. And there's a mil there's a, so many, there's so many white people walking around this earth and, and walking around this country mm. that feel like they're better than some, you know, the lesser, the less person that like the, the, the person on the bottom of the barrel probably thinks they're fucking better than me. Mm. You know? And I mean, when I was here the other day, look, I'm indoctrinated to not believe that when anytime I get any, have anything successful happen to me, I don't know how to handle that shit. Like, yeah. being in this space with you right now, I should be like, yo, this is great, but I can't feel it like that because I was taught to believe something else. Mm -hmm. I was taught to believe that the fight and scratch and claw and do all this shit for everything. But then, after a while, it's just like, then what? You know what I'm saying? There's nothing, when you get it, then there's no satisfaction to it. Have we also explained fully that th that this is, you, you now have studio space? No, we did not. Okay, so yeah, Rob... Has studio space. He just got it uh, what, about a month ago, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I gotta make sure my prorated amount it isn't like, cause I'm not sure if last month was my first month's rent and so but that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I've been here for almost about about two three weeks now. So Thank instead you. of traditionally where you know we've used other outlets and other studios to to, to do the uh, the each one teach one workshop. Mm -hmm. Rob's got his own space now, um, and that's where we're recording from right now. I won't go into too much more detail, but I just felt the audience should know that that's yeah, what you referenced. Chilling on the West in the Hartford, man, and I bring it up because I'm taught and programmed to think that this is nothing, that I have to still go out there and fight more, or that the other shoe's going to drop. Exactly, like on some. But the thing is, I don't feel that anymore. Mm -hmm. So because I don't have that anxiety of thinking that. It's, I'm empty now. I was, I was reading something in C on CNN where this guy is talking about anxiety, how it's a part of his life. And, and, you know, how the black community doesn't talk about anxiety like that. It's like, yeah, we don't know how to talk about it because we don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, most black people don't know what that, that's just, that's just the devil. <laughs> you know, and that, it, again, this, it's kind of funny because I kind of, I wanted to bring it back to this a little bit because we, we got off of what I, where I was trying to go with it. But, right. um, you know, as a white person, I'm, you know, far be it from me to talk about the black experience. That's what I've come to understand, mm -hmm. you know. And, 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 and to a certain degree, I, I, I agree with that. It's, I can't possibly know what that culture, your culture, has, has been through and is going through um, because I don't, I don't, I'm not in your shoes. I just can't, you know what I mean? Like, so I get it. I, 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 you know, and, and, and again, I, I, I argue with like older people that I know who are progressive, liberal type people who agree with Black Lives Matter, but then say stuff about the, the looting and the riots and all that. Um, and I try to tell them like, look, you just, just, just don't 
discuss it. Like you, you yeah, it's not for you to, to, to tell people how to think or feel right. when you don't have their experience. You know, you, what I mean? you know what the funny shit is? When it comes down to Mr. Floyd passing them I and getting killed, getting murdered like that, like that, the reason why I don't feel as much because I've gotten worse shit from my own people than I have from any other white person. Okay. So I've been I've been brainwashed. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been controlled and 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 shitted on and and in a way that where I was told I wasn't what I wasn't black. I've been told I wasn't black my whole life. To the point where I almost forgot who the fuck I was. And it caused me to have identity issues and it caused me to have borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't I like just I would say just the past 3 years I've been feeling like a black man. Mm-hmm. The only time I would mention about being black was just fucking around because it was funny to mention. But even I still talk about being beige and shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. being, being mixed. I used to call myself the mixed child. I've never, never adamantly said that I was black mm-hmm. more than anything else. Never. Mm-hmm. Until the past three, four years. You know, because Brooklyn started questioning herself. Yeah. She started questioning who she was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't talk about the black experience, but that doesn't mean you can't have an opinion on it. Well, and, well obviously, right, right now, it, it, we're in a comfortable space. You and I are good friends, and, mm-hmm. I, and I can talk with you about it. But we're also, you know, we're recording this, and it's going to broad, broadcast. So, you know, who knows what, what the just, reaction would be. But just be mindful. I mean, look. Of and, course, I try right, all the time. Right, right, and I believe you do. And, and this is the thing. Like, I keep telling you how to be white, and it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just you don't do, know what it's like. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, man. No. Just fucking be white. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, we spent so much time letting white people get away with shit. Yeah, I mean. Look, yeah. and another form of racism that I endured was the person that tried to sue me, tried to, you know, mm-hmm. the person that tried to sue me. And then I guarantee you this person is probably out there with the protesters. Yeah. Saying that, yeah, we need to come together, but that person doesn't realize that mm-hmm. what they did was they took my name off the, you know, the creator of my own fucking show. Mm-hmm. That's racism right there. Well, in, yeah, in, <laughs> you know? in, in, the, in the process of making the show was trying to steer you to sort of behave in a certain way. Exactly. And those subtle microaggressions, microaggressions yeah. that existed are very subtle forms of racism. Right. Not all racism is like, I hate black people. Yeah. Some of it is just overtly using your power against another individual who is been cons- yeah. by consensus and over the time but never had enough. Well, so what I wanted to sort of uh, jump on is when you were saying that um, in your culture, the, the people don't know how to deal with no nope. mental issues because like they choose because it's a choice they choose not to. Yeah, well, that's the and again my, my my thing was like if I talk with you about this, I can expect. The chance of someone saying, "Well, how dare you even express your thoughts on it? You have no idea. How dare you talk about our culture, or whatever?" Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I mean, like, I have, I have friends at work that that will, uh, we, we, we can engage in, in intellectual conversation about like the nature of the differences in culture and everything, and they're perfectly fine with it. They don't get uh, upset because they know, you know, again, like this cliche, but like they know my heart's in the right place. I know their hearts are in the right place. You know, yeah, and so we can have these discussions and it ends up creating a perspective which which again is very helpful like and you know I'm about to go into something slightly different here but like it just occurred to me it's like we 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 if if you look if you if you tell a white person they can't understand that's fine they can't 
but please be patient and try to explain. And we, because mm-hmm. we want to, we want to learn. Right. We want to. I mean, again, we can never fully understand, but we want to learn and we want to know what we can do in order to help the situation. Um, don't just go, you know. Don't get like like for example you you were you were talking about the mental stuff right mm-hmm. I could sit here and I could go well you know what I have thoughts about that I have uh, I based on my experience you know like you said like oh uh, <laughs> that's the devil that's you know that's they they don't know how to deal with those situations yeah and I could sit here and go well you know what it's the, the it's in my experience. It seems like the culture has been beaten down for most of its existence. And what I mean by its existence is African-American culture, because it's a very specific culture. It doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's about you know 600 years old, roughly, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and... Bec- when 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 you as a culture when you receive the treatment that this culture has received over the past few centuries, um, and it actually kind of ties back to like what what you're saying, like when something good starts to happen, you try to find like well where's where's the other shoe gonna drop? Where's That's all self sabotage, and how much does that have to do with race? It's, it was culture. It's culture, exactly. Yeah. But also the culture of us, the culture of people who are, like, going around unchecked. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, like, what you say, like, when someone says to you that you won't understand, that's their emotional sword and shield coming at you. Mm-hmm. That's somebody using their emotions against you to make you feel less than because you are a threat to what they feel that they should be. Mm-hmm. So if you were going ahead, we were talking about black culture or something like that, and you go ahead and give your perspective of it, and I say, oh, you can't understand, you'll never understand, that is me essentially attacking you because you are a threat to what everything that I believe in. Mm-hmm. And because you are a threat, I have to stop you. And because because we're no longer chasing and fighting against saber-toothed tigers and constantly dying at any fucking minute, you know what I'm saying? And you know we're no longer the hunter-gatherers that we once were. Mm-hmm. We have evolved into a place where now we don't fight with our hands anymore. We do it with our emotions and our feelings. However, those are our weapons now, and we don't know how to sharpen those tools. We don't know how to sharpen those weapons. We don't know how to use them as tools. Yeah, utilize them the way that they Exactly. Should. And that's not just black people or any type of fucking race. It's, it's everybody. It's, it's everybody. Yeah. So when, when someone says to me, like, if, if I were in a conversation with somebody and I was and I heard them say, oh, you don't understand, you don't understand, it's like, well, can you give them a chance? Yeah. You know, can we at least have the conversation? It's like, why are you cutting it off now? It's because what, what make, why are you so threatened? Mm-hmm. What happened to you? Mm-hmm. Who did what to you? Mm-hmm. Cliche, funny line. Who hurt you? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's where we 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 ultimately should strive. And you know, you talk about like, oh, well, we need to be better. Well, here I'm going to tell you how I think that we could be better. Okay, white people can again. We're we're coming around to the idea that we can't understand, and we're acknowledging that. We're trying to be respectful, and we just want. But we're we're open. A lot of us, not everybody, of course, but we're right. open. We want to listen and we want to try to understand, knowing that we'll never have that full experience. How how we're how we can be met in the middle is patience and discussion, and you know, instead of taking out your emotional sword and action. shield. Yeah, but actual like, and that comes with that patience and that action and all the discussion. It has to come with. You have you oh, need totally. you need right-minded people making these decisions. I mean, look at old boy in the White House. I mean, this dude is fucking like 
Everyone says it. I mean, the, the cliche things is like, okay, black guy wants to go cash a check, which is Mr. Floyd. You know what I'm saying? He gets choked out and gets killed. Guy, White guy kills nine people, and he gets carted yeah. off. It's like, hey, do you want something to eat? Do you want something? <laughs> do you want, like, a beverage? You know, like, and that's how he gets arrested. Yeah. We know that. That, we know that. We've seen that. I've seen it over and over and over and mm -hmm. over and over again. I get it. Let's get mad and make your your, your clever little thing that someone else said, man, you just go ahead and retweet it. Like, there's so many of us out there with, and not just LeBron, there's so many of us out there, no matter what the race is, with non-original fucking thoughts. Mm -hmm. And because we're so unoriginal that we don't know how to fucking figure anything out anymore. Mm -hmm. We can't come up with solutions for nothing mm -hmm. because everybody's going to be just like the way it was with Kelly Ripper. Mm -hmm. Some of us are going to be like, yo, she's a, she lied to me. She hurt me. I need to find a new show. My gosh, I'm hurt. And the other side is like, well, fuck you, stupid. Why are you going to go ahead and be upset because she wanted to bounce? You know, so you have those two ends of the spectrum. But you can't have them. And sometimes it's not even meeting in the, like meeting in the middle. Yeah. Meeting in the middle so you can see both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. So you can view the full spectrum. But people aren't ready to do that. Yeah, I guarantee you the majority of people that went out there rioting, not rioting, protesting, you asked them about like you asked them about how, how, how they are mentally emotional. I guarantee you most of them won't even understand. Mm -hmm. Because they're just hiding. Yeah. You know, and I really believe that it starts with you. It starts with your mental. It starts with your emotions and your feelings and understanding how to discern them properly. People don't know how to fucking do that shit yet. And that's why, that's one of the main reasons. Like, yo, racism is a state of fucking mind, man. Because there's a lot of fucking people out there who feel like they're fucking better. And because they, like our like old boy in the White House, mm -hmm. that they, and then they're, not only do they feel like they're better with that mind state, and they have the systematic shit that protects them, mm -hmm. just like the person I was going to going to court with. Soon, like it was always, "What's up, my nigga? Stay black." All that shit, everything that was like that. When I finally called them and said I felt like a nigga, they were like immediately went to their white fragility, mm -hmm. and they immediately showed me exactly who the fuck they were, which is they showed me their level of privilege. Mm -hmm. One minute that person's a minority, and the next minute that person is authoritative, mm -hmm. using and if, and if you were asked this person, well, why did you take Rob Santos's name off the off off the creator of his own show, and they would say because I was mad. Yeah, and that's the only reason that they could possibly have. Exactly, and then they don't understand that the level of microaggressions that exist within them, yeah. because of that, because they feel like, oh, let me help this young black person out, mm -hmm. and then oh, I'm doing something for black people with this show like that someone else created and I and I wrote, mm -hmm. but won't give me any knowledge. That is a level of racism. That's a level of classism. That is something that exists mm -hmm. beyond anything else, and that's what's ex happening more so than black men being killed. And what, that sucks, black men being killed. You, you had said where, where it starts is people being able to be emotionally responsible, and, and or I don't know if that's the word you use, but like, mm -hmm. but, but you know, understanding your emotions and everything. Um, I think that's true, but I think there's an even, there's an even f uh, sooner starting point than that, and that is recognizing that you should be doing that. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't recognize that that's, that's a thing that you can do and that you should be doing, mm -hmm. you're not going to get there. You know, yeah. like, you, 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 like you, need to, you need to be like, huh, why did I feel that way? Because most people 
they're just so wrapped up in their emotions because they think that's that's just who they are as a person. They never think about, well, why am I like that? Right. And they never think about how their emotions affect them in a way that allows them to make choices that don't benefit them. They, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I guarantee you, whoever's listening to this right now, I guarantee you, you probably bought something and then like two days later you look at yourself like, why the fuck did I do this? Because your emotions got in the way right. and you felt like in that moment it was going to make you feel pretty and when that moment was gone, I'm like, oh man, I'm stupid. Yeah. You know, so many of us have done that. And then what happens is people like, oh, my anxiety, this. It's like people understand, Yo, you can conquer your anxiety. Your anxiety doesn't have to exist. Mm-hmm. You can conquer that. And the thing is, it's it's not easy. It's true. You just have to make a choice. You have to make a fucking it's, choice. And I can I can tell you all right now. This is something that um, in when in our recent uh, semester, I discussed uh, a, a, a good amount with with the students that we have. But um, you know, I have a certain amount of social anxiety, and before every class that we would have on Thursdays. My anxiety would try to convince me to not come to the class and not be a part of it. And like, oh, you know, you're just going to be nervous, this and that. And that feeling is 100% real. I did Mm -hmm. feel that way. But ultimately, with each class that I went to, and I'm pretty sure I attended all of them. Yeah, maybe I missed one. I might might have missed one maybe in the beginning. I'm not sure. But um, I just, I decided to flip the switch and go fuck it go do it and then the moment i get here i'm completely comfortable completely relaxed i see the people that we've been seeing for weeks the community that we've built i i'm happy to be amongst everyone i you know we say hello and everything we start we have we 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 talk and we joke around we get into the class and then we do you know we do our thing and after the class we all hang around talk for a while and it's the you know when when at the time we were doing this and it, and and again it's coming up again soon so guys get your, uh, your yeah Sunday up. June fourteenth I'm starting a new six week class from twelve thirty from twelve p.m. to three p.m. and Thursday nights from seven on June eighteenth starting another that's another six weeks from uh, seven p.m. to ten p.m. right so get on board with that please guys um, but what what I was saying is. And I'm glad we got the plug-in. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> the, 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 every time I did that, every time I forced myself to come out and spent time with Rob and all the students and everything, it was the highlight of my week. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So if I didn't make the choice to go against what my anxiety was trying to convince me to do, then I wouldn't have all those awesome experiences. And, you know, I, maybe I would have squandered an opportunity or, you know, inadvertently burnt a bridge that, I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to have burnt because, you know, again, I, we got the class coming up. Rob just plugged it. I'm probably going to have those feelings again mm-hmm. for each class, but I'm going to do my best and I think I have a decent track record with this. Right. Just going, no. Tell me, there's a, yeah, look, we'll, I, we should put it on the, the, the Trees Falling in the Woods YouTube page. Uh, not YouTube page, I'm sorry, Facebook page about some of the books that I've picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, and just really just show people, like, yo, tell me, it's all, everything you do is a fucking mindset, man. And I tell you, look, I've been saying it, and this, people are not going to agree with me, and I, and I totally get it. The world is meaningless. Mm. Well, we're the ones that give it meaning. 
Exactly. Remember I told you that shit, yeah. right? And all we do is behave. Mm -hmm. That's it. People can present you with information. It's up to you to decide what you want to do with that information mm -hmm. and how you want to handle it. That's all people can do. Nobody can make you feel any way. Well, this person made me feel this way. No, they didn't. They just said something to you, and your mind decided to protect itself right. and used your fear or your sadness or your angst or whatever it is mm -hmm. to make you feel comfortable so you can understand and properly, and properly discern what's actually happening in the moment. Yeah. They're not doing anything to you. Unless somebody physically comes up on you, that's a whole different thing. You know? mm -hmm. But when someone says something to you, you have the choice and the option to be able to think and feel how you want but yet not many people can get to that point because it's too hard. Mm -hmm. Nobody, it's not easy. It's like, well, why am I going to do this for what? You know, whatever bullshit they want to think about. It's, it's, it's disheartening because people give up on themselves before they even get a, give themselves a fucking chance. Mm -hmm. And I try my best to help emotionally regulate the people that I have come in the class. My daughter last night, we were talking, Brooke and I were talking, and she was asking me all these questions about it. And she's like, she's like, you know, like I would have been a nice policeman. I would have pushed that guy off of him. And you know, she's like, well, why? What? The, why come the other guys didn't do anything? I was like, well, they just they didn't know what to do. They're probably in shock. You know, they're probably in shock, and they were complicit. You know, and she's like, what does complicit mean? I was like, well, it means they that, 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 yeah, that, that, that they were sort of with what he was doing. They were yeah. all together on it. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, did they get arrested? It's like, no, they didn't get arrested. But oh, so the guy who killed them got arrested? I'm like, yes, he did. And it was like, but the thing is, I look at it from the perspective of, like, when you're in that situation and, like, your boy's right there, you don't know what to fucking do. And for anybody who says, oh, I would have yeah. did this, I would have did that, like, no, you don't. You don't know what the fuck you would have done. Because you've never been in a situation where somebody is, where something is happening to you that's so radically different. It's such an extreme. Mm -hmm. And if you're not used to being in that situation, you're not going to know how to act. Now, I'm not absolving those guys for what they did at all. I mean, what they did was wrong. They should have acted. However, how can you? Yeah, I mean, in a lot of circumstances, if, if, if you are in a group of people and something's going down, you're going to comply with the person that you're most familiar with. Exactly. And that's what's happening. That person is a threat to my to my to, to whomever it is that I'm working with or my friend yeah. or colleague, work, whatever it is. That person is a threat. We need to take that guy out. Right. Or, or another thing is... I am at my job and I don't want to, uh, you know, disrupt the apple cart. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, dude, there's, there's a lot of different reasons that these people could have not acted. Exactly. And that's the thing. And, and people, people don't realize is that the court of law doesn't give a fuck about that shit. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, all the court of law does is you need to have some evidence that we need to be able to prove that this person, what they did was what this act of violence that this individual did was on purpose. Mm -hmm. We, or, or, or a third degree murder because it can't be first because it's not premeditated. Mm -hmm. So, but the thing is, it's like we have to understand that. So people say only third degree murder. It's like, yeah, understand. there's so many of us out there that don't understand the fucking laws, man. Mm -hmm. Like there's people out there that still think they can probably talk shit about someone on Twitter and then realize like, yo, if you talk shit about me, I can hit you with defamation suit. I learned that the hard way, hmm. you know, even though what I was saying was true. Yeah, and at least they're not going with manslaughter. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's the, the point I'm bringing up is it's like we're not educated enough and understanding enough mentally 
without taking the, everyone that's thinking about the situation is all thinking about the emotions. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about the, the, the actual situation that took place mm -hmm. and seeing the reality of it. The reality of it is like some, a man was killed. Mm -hmm. That individual who killed him should go to jail. Right. However, that gentleman who killed Mr. Floyd has a right to defend himself. Does have a right, yes, to a right to defend e himself. Exactly. Now, listen to what I just said. It has nothing to do with anything of guilt. Yep. We think that he's guilty. We feel that he's guilty. But a court of law is going to go ahead and change that perspective. My daughter was saying, it's like, I would have been a good cop. I would have been a nice police, and I would have pushed that guy off. Mm -hmm. And she asked me, she's like, well, Daddy, why is it that all these people are running around stealing stuff? And I was like, well, honey, because they're letting their, their heart think for them. Mm -hmm. They're letting their emotions think for them. And that's why they're making those bad decisions. Mm -hmm. you know? And they're not using their head. And then Brooklyn was like, well, Daddy, I will, when I, if that happened to me, I will use my mind and my heart. When I make good decisions, I was like, "You shut up!" <laughs> you know. And then we, she was asking me more questions about what happened, and I was giving her all the answers. I don't sugarcoat shit. And then she started sobbing. Mm -hmm. She cried herself to sleep last night mm -hmm. because she does not like seeing people hurt. An eight-year-old little girl understands that what that man did was wrong, yeah. but yet our court system can't. The court system can't understand that what that person did to me was wrong. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why they got away was because of the fact they had money and they knew I didn't have it. And I had to get a, a lawyer who was okay mm -hmm. versus the one that they can afford that's top notch for them. Mm -hmm. That's inequity as well. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm making is there's so many different levels of it and it exists on so many different ways. And it's painful because it's painful because we don't know how to stop it. We don't. When you can't control something, what happens? You fucking lose it. You know what I mean? People's like, oh, I'm done, I give up. Mm -hmm. We can't control this. The people that are in power can, and the motherfuckers that are in power slept with kids, allegedly, and they're not giving that shit up. Yeah. Like, with all due respect, man, yo, much love to the, the, the Floyd family. But until these white people are willing to give up that power, until Kelly Ripper is willing to say, hey, I'm actually in New York or I'm going to the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not lie to her people. Until that can happen, until her position of power can be utilized for other people until their, the policeman's position of power, white people, whatever it is, can be utilized and, 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 and greatly affect others and they're willing to give it up, then you'll see that change. But they're not giving that shit up. Why am I gonna give that shit up for, to, for you? Same thing with black people in, that, in those circles. Why am I gonna, I, it, took me, it took me a long time to get here. I'm just gonna give that shit to you when you didn't work for it as hard as I did? That's all minds, so emotions and feelings. Hmm. People are not willing to give up that kind of power. They're not. And it's great to see all of the conversations and discussions. It's like, nah, man, I see, I see people talking about this. Like, yeah, we need to come together. It's like, no, 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 no. The people that are in power need to give some of that shit up. And until they're willing to share that with others, nothing's going to change. Well, that's if that dude gets off, then you'll see another fucking riot. Yeah, yeah. Not I, I mean, 
<laughs> this is uh, we're living in a, in in. I mean, a pe- people always want to say, "Oh my God, oh it's the craziest time ever." No, it's not this crazy. Is, it. I mean, it. In this situation, this stuff's been going on forever, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's come to a head. It seems like, and it's being paid more attention to now than than it has in the past. Although, you know, there have been protests in the past, maybe not to this degree. Um, But we also, it's combined with the fact that we're all dealing with the the quarantine now. Yeah. You know. But people need it. I almost feel like what happened to Mr. Floyd is in terms of him being killed, that's bullshit. That that obviously should not have happened. Right. But I feel like the public outrage is a byproduct of everybody being stuck in the house for as long as they have been. It's possible. Yeah. You know, I think there's something to it. I'm not going to say it's 100 percent that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say it's coupled with, it's coupled with we're tired of police brutality, mm-hmm. we're tired of being lested, and we're tired of being in the fucking house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, let me out. You know, like we want to go ahead and protest like these other white guys who are bringing their guns to fucking whatever. Oh, I mean, state that's a building. whole other topic where, yeah, you know, like the, apparently you can, you know, if you want to protest uh, having to wear a mask and, and states being closed down and, you know, you can't, you know, go to your uh, your chilies if you want to, mm-hmm. um, you can walk up to policemen with automatic rifles, scream in their face, and. You have every right to do that, apparently, mm-hmm. and no one's gonna bat an eye. They're just gonna stand there and just take it. And you know what that is? That's a mindset between the police officers and between the people that are and the people who are in question who want to have their lives back. Yeah. But where a guy, where a black man, just hey, let me go see what's inside this, you know, this home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because I just want to see what they're doing. I'm curious. Yeah. You know, and then these guys all of a sudden want to be like, oh, um, we're freedom fighters now. Yeah. We're gonna protect our own and shit, and they just made a decision out of emotion because they feel some type of... Those motherfuckers is racist no matter what they say. You know what I mean? Because you could have been like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Get out of here. Yeah, those motherfuckers took that shit to a whole nother level. Now, they, and they made a choice out of whatever feelings that they had towards black people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when there's something, they get called out, they're like, ah. what, what happens with every white person? As soon as they get called out, they start crying. They're like, I'm not racist. I'm not this. They, yo, they all start crying wolf to make themselves look good. It happens every fucking time, man. And so when you have that type, that situation there taking place, it's like, that individual in his mind, like I said, feels that they are better than that black person jogging. Mm-hmm. And because that black, that those white people feel like they're better than that black man jogging, that their lives are more important, that they are actually upholding the law, that they're doing something, a service for their community, and they're doing the right thing, like that is a mindset. Mm-hmm. And when you see a black person come in and do, try to do something similar, mm-hmm. and they take them out, that's a fucking mindset that has been programmed with us from years and generation to generation. And the, cool, and the crazy shit is, is that what we do is we tell our kids that they have to watch out for themselves, that they have to work hard than the next guy that they have to do the next white person that they have to do all these things better than white people so we put in their minds from the beginning that they have to outdo white people so we continue to breed ourselves over and over and over again then the white people could they just breed themselves to continue to be the way they are because they don't have to change so the thing that needs to change is we need to stop breeding ourselves to being the same motherfucker every generation that's the main issue 
We keep breeding the same fucking person over and over again. You think people are going to change immediately because one black dude got choked out on the street? No. Fuck no. No, it's a progr- It's an evolution. It's and, a progression. And it's a small progression, but I don't think... But you know what, though? I was talking with somebody today. We were like, we were saying, like, I think we, our generation has done a better job with our kids than the last generation. Probably. I mean, so... You're hold on. So you're saying that the people that raised us didn't do as good of a job, which is fine if that's the case. Then well, because they're last of that breed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, just that rough and tough, hold your emotions in. You know that type of shit. Maybe there's a handful that were like were like that, but we were. Some of us might have been raised tough, mm-hmm. but then us, we were able to sort of evolve in a way where it's just like. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, so like our, okay, yeah. our generation. Okay, all right. I, I, I yeah, yeah. So like with Brooke, you know, I I empower the one thing I give Brooklyn power with all the time is with choice. Mm-hmm. Until she does something I don't like, and I let her know, it's like, honey. Remember, I always tell you that it's okay to feel how you feel, but the way you act on those emotions makes a big difference. So you throwing your iPad because you're mad, that's not good. Give me the fucking iPad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make a better choice the next time you get upset. Right. Okay. You know, or make a different choice, you know? Mm-hmm. So I let her know that she has the power to choose everything that she does. Right. You know, whereas we weren't taught that. I was never taught that I had choice. No, you were you were just like you better do it this way. It's funny. I can I can think of an example like where I like when I was younger and I was starting to sort of realize you know being being uh, or really getting into philosophy and like just the nature of thinking about things and con- being con- you know considering things. And when I say be considerate, I mean like the ability to consider. You know, right, right, right. So I remember having a discussion when I. Uh, before I had moved out of my parents' house the first time, and I was probably like, I don't know, 19 or something like that. Right. And I'm trying to recollect this whole thing. Um, I, I remember coming home and I had a discussion with my mom in the kitchen, and she's like, You have a choice. You can either uh, clean your room mm-hmm. or you have to, or, or something bad is going to happen or whatever. And in my mind, I'm like, well, that's not really a choice, is it? Like, is it, you know, like I can, I, like you're 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 forcing me to clean my room, and there really is no actual choice here because the the op the other option is you're gonna get punished in some way. That's not a real choice, right? You right. know what I mean? But that was you know that was me like coming into my own like understanding that you know concepts words they all have. Meaning, depending exactly. on context and everything. Right, and that's your brain being allowed to make a choice to give yourself meaning. Yeah, that's what it is. You have to give someone the opportunity to make those choices. Mm-hmm. We have been deprived of the opportunity to make that type of choice because we've been indoctrinated to think and feel one way, one way only. And because of that, how are we supposed to make that choice? Not just make the choice, but make it with full confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, and and in order for someone like ourselves to feel like the choice that we make have full confidence mm-hmm. is if we're good at a sport or if we're good at a, an entertainment mm-hmm. you know and even then it's just like because we've been pampered and or people get pampered and they just you know they get fucking uh i don't know they just get like they just 
they become bigger than themselves and they forget who the fuck they are. You know, I look at a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. who got traded from the New York Giants to the Cleveland Browns. When he got traded from the Giants to the Browns, I guarantee you he didn't fucking expect that shit to happen. I guarantee you that rocked his whole fucking world. I actually know somebody that knows him saying that he was never like that when he was coming up and went to LSU. But when he got to the NFL and went to the Giants, all of a sudden his head blew up and that's how he was able to do and say the things that he wanted to do. Now, mind you, it is what it is. You know, he still got scrutinized for it because he's a black man and all this other bullshit or whatever other reason for it. But the reason why I bring that up is because that's what happens when you are, when you're a black person in America. That's the only way that you can feel like you have some type of fucking choice and that you matter is that when you're super fucking famous and everyone has to think and, and, and be on your level no matter what. Or, or just like have to like sort of uh, submit to you in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's bullshit. Now... It's, it's interesting because some of them, some people use it, some people don't. I don't know. But I'm just using it as an opportunity, as an example, possibly. You know, when you see people that are just not used to getting stuff. I mean, Kelly Ripa is another one. Like, I'm saying, like, she's, like when you're used to being told that you're dope and that you're great and that everyone loves you, your whole, all your time, you're going to continuously think that way. Right. Or, or no one's saying no. Right. No one's saying no. Right. And it becomes very problematic. Mm. Very problematic. So there's just so many different levels. But what does it all boil down to? The mind. Mm. And choice. As much as people want to think about it, as much as they don't want to think about it, man, it all boils down to motherfucking choice. All right, so I'm going to pause this shit. I'm going to pause this shit because I got to go pee. And then we're going to wrap this up in a little bit. Hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, we're back. I had to pee uh, a handful of times. So we're probably gonna wrap this bitch up. Uh, what's something I wanted to leave with? I've been texting a handful of people while we were uh, <clears throat> had our uh, little intermission. Yeah, and um, people are on the highways now, and I guess it's to make other people feel uncomfortable. I mean, that's the whole point, you know. To which I, you know, to disrupt things. Yeah, to disrupt. Which I, I get. It makes sense. I, I, I guess it, I get it, but I don't understand it. Which is fine. Let people do what they do. Um, my thing is, I tell people all the time. It's just like, yo, like, you can't make change with anger. Um, and then people are like, well, being complicit or being, you know, submissive or whatever it is wasn't working. And it's just like, well, a lot of it has to do, in my opinion, with the mindset that we had. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I use myself as an example because I decided to make a choice to be as understanding as I can of others and myself and, you know, just be as steadfast and honest about what it is. I stand up for myself at at every turn and because I had the mental capacity in which to do so. It took me a while. It it, it wasn't until me getting sued in 2018 where everything Mm. changed. Yeah. Uh, that was my, my, my monumental moment, my aha moment, my aha, like, oh shit, it's going to change moment. And when I decided to stand up for myself more and more and become more in tune with who I am, everything really started changing. People wouldn't say shit to me, any, like, you know, like white guys that I used to find as threats because, uh, just my, cause my mind was fucking with me, weren't threats anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, I was like, no, I'm good. You can go ahead and do your thing because... At one point, I was so worried about upsetting them because I thought they had something to give me in return. But when I thought about it, I was like, no, you have nothing to offer me. And because of that, it allowed me to step up and be better. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think about like, yo, do what you got to do, man. If you got to go in there and protest on the highway, do it, man. Fuck it. 
But I, I tell people all the time, I, tell, I haven't told many people this, but my mother, when I was first born, I told you the story, the, the doctor told her I was going to have a tough time growing up because I was going to be a black man. You did tell me that, yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't have, like I, basically, I didn't have a chance. Now imagine, you're a 17-year-old woman. This is your firstborn. Mm-hmm. And the doctor who delivered your child is telling you that your son is not going to have a chance or going to have a tough time in this world because of who he is, because of his skin color, basically, or what he's going, you know? Yeah. And at that time, it's just like, I probably understand, maybe he was trying to, thought he was being helpful. Do you, th- I mean, that's the thing. Do you think it was like, no, not it, tough love, but just like. It's, it's, it, it's white confidence. It's that years and years, like I just said, of mm-hmm. building the same white guy over and over again. Mm-hmm. Feeling compelled or impelled to say that, to think that, wait a minute, yeah, I'm just going to let you know because you're a 17-year-old girl and you don't know anything. But at the same time, he doesn't realize that what he's saying is straight bullshit. It's like you're telling this woman that this young person is not going to have a fucking opportunity in the world. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to essentially indoctrinate this girl. That dude was trolling your mom. Exactly, right? Right? Or just trying to control her in a way to let her under trying to have her understand that he, she's not gonna have a that her son is not gonna have a chance. So therefore her mentality is going to be as if she's gonna raise me to think I don't have a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Thank God my mother's no fucking idiot. Right. But that's what I mean. It's a state of fucking mind. That guy thought he was doing the right thing, but in turn it's like, no, you're doing some ignorant shit mm-hmm. because you weren't taught anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it just, it, it baffles me. It's, so having recorded, you know, upwards of 53 or so episodes of this with you, but like, and also knowing you and having you as a very good friend, um, it's a privilege and a, and, and a, and a burden, but like the fact that you can, analyze situations and 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 I you know I feel like I I I'm have a, a similar mindset I, I I feel like I can I can do maybe not as 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 thorough as you do like I am mm. honestly dude like again you're you're one of my best friends and I'm I'm always impressed with you mm-hmm. I appreciate you, know? you and the fact that you have the ability to do all this and and like I said I kind of think I I do too that's a gift and that, not everyone has that you know what I mean? And, and and it's tough because you want to sit back and, and not sit back. That sounds awful. But, like, you, you want to, like, try to be like, hey, listen, everybody, wake up, wake up. Yeah. You know? And we, you know, not everybody had Amanda Bryant to raise them. Right. You know what I mean? Not everybody was raised in my situation. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, for you to be understanding and seeing the other side as well. And, you know, that's why I get frustrated when you get upset, a little uncomfortable about, like, speaking your mind. I mean, I understand, but you shouldn't allow that to stop you. Look, if anybody is upset about what they're listening to, I'm glad. And if they're on my side, that's great. I'm not speaking to be right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck about being right because there's so many of us that want to be on the right side of being right because we don't want to confront any singular truth that exists that will make us look and feel that will make us look different than what we think we are. Well, right, you just want the good information to be out there. Right, and I Not just about wanna, like Rob Santos is right about this. It, I don't give a yeah, I don't give a fuck about being so. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. and people. Oh my god. Yeah, but the thing is because they're not ready, Jeff. Yeah. Because those motherfuckers that look that because they want to be on the right side of being right because there's a truth that they're hard 
harboring inside of themselves that they cannot let go of. Mm -hmm. And because they can't let go of that, they will never ever see you or whatever it is that they want to look at you as. Because whatever it is that's hindering them from growing is getting in the way. It's... It's going to be a wall every single fucking time. And until they can properly say, you know what? I need to let something go. Until they're able to do that, they can't. Like talking with Liz right now. Hey, Liz, if you're listening. Um, hey, Liz. It's like, you know, I told her, it's just like, wh why do these people get on the highway? I, I get it. I, I get why they're doing it. They want to make people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I get it. However, now what? Right. Now they're uncomfortable. They're going home, and now they have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Does that make that individual readily saying, you know what? Huh. There's a bunch of black people on the highway. I think I need to start liking them now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, it's not yeah. going to work that way. They're so irreverent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. They were hanging from the signs and everything. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching Deadpool all over again. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just, but no, but, but that's just me. That's just my perspective. But those people feel and think what they're doing is right. And they're thinking that what they're doing is something monumental. Mm -hmm. And they think they're making a change. And that's to do that. Well, I, yeah, I think, I think you know, what, what it is is, is they're trying to, you know, cause emotions. They're trying to, you know, like you said, trying to make people uncomfortable. I, I had said trying to disrupt things. But you're, you're going to... Cause people to have reactions, mm -hmm. and I guess it's kind of a crapshoot in terms of where the reactions are going to land. You know, mm -hmm. it's either going to be like, oh, I'm, 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 you know, you're disrupting my day. I'm supposed to go home and you know relax or be with my family or whatever, and now I'm angry. And maybe it'll it'll be like I'm angry at this group, so fuck them. Or maybe it'll be I'm angry at the situation, so something has to change so that I don't have to deal with this again. Or maybe it'll be like, wow, this is really, this is some conviction these people have. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hope things change or whatever. And then the other one's like, wow, uh, this is a, these people have lots of conviction. I'm going to help things change. Right. They're, those are the four reactions, basically, I think, that you can hope for, not hope for, but those are the ones that are more that are likely to happen and you want to hope for the positive ones obviously mm -hmm. and even even that one that's sort of in the middle where it's like I'm so annoyed by this they better change this so that I don't have to deal with this again yeah like we'll accept that too I guess yeah and exactly and and I hear people saying like yo people are fed up it's like I get it I'm fed up too you know but at the same time it's just I want some real reasoning and I want to hear some real action I want to hear something real. Mm -hmm. And you know, I look. There's so many like the black leaders saying these wonderful and beautiful soliloquies about the way it was back then, and and James Baldwin said this, and then Malcolm and then Malcolm X said that, and then and then Muhammad Ali did this. It's like, yeah, but what are the fuck are we gonna do? Right, because those guys aren't around anymore. Right, you know they what I mean? Can't do anything anymore. Right, yeah, they set us up for the next thing, and the only way for us to make an actual change is how we're gonna convince the people that are in power that they need to give us some of that. Hmm. And I'm all ears. I mean, the first thing I can say is to vote. And that's the simplest thing. It's I mean, we voted for yeah. Obama, and look what people thought about him. Um, yeah, I mean, but he did... 
He did. He did his thing. He did some things. Yeah, but definitely def- look, it was it was a leap forward. But unfortunately, somebody drew the you know go two steps back card, and now we're in the situation. Well, I mean, look, man, that guy is the fucking greatest. You know how I feel about him. Yeah, uh, he's just fucking awesome with his bullshit. Um, there is absolutely nobody as great as him at fucking things up. He's mm-hmm. been the number one guy at fucking things up forever. I mean, look, he's uh, and people, and that's the thing. He's so great at what he does. That he has people honestly believing that he's doing a good job, and yeah. that to me is the most amazing thing that you can do is to convince people that you're doing something that you're actually not, and that's what's been happening to us for so many years, mm-hmm. is that they're convincing us of doing something that they're actually not. Now the thing is, it's like yo, people want to go ahead into these places. Like the one thing that drives me nuts is like I don't say drive me nuts is like when these places get looted and they're like oh they can recover, they can recover. It's like yo, I don't think you understand how commerce works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know not everyone is like. Apple, where they have like a ninety million dollars, nine hundred million dollars, just yeah. sitting somewhere that they can just eat, imme- like just immediately reach. You know what I'm saying? Like immediately come at. You know what I'm saying? If, if you burn down Ben's Chili Shack, yeah, Ben's gonna have a problem. Right, exactly. I have good friends of mine who who've been are laid off now for the longest mm-hmm. because of. The small businesses, you know, that have because it were affected by COVID, and it's funny yeah. how we did not talk about COVID at all. And I love how people think that shit's a conspiracy theory. I love how people can tell themselves whatever they want. I mean, was I had you with Dave Chappelle? You know, I listened to people when Dave Chappelle said, "When the stakes mean everything, you will tell yourself anything you need to hear in order to survive. Everything I say is the truth, mm-hmm. and that's a lie." And, and that's, that's the motherfucking truth. Yeah. So, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Please go to robsantoscomedy.com. That's robsantoscomedy.com. Um, I have my gear on there, so if you want to make a purchase, please, by all means. Um, you can also get all my social media stuff there. And, Jeff, go ahead. Throw your stuff out. Uh, Peaceful Warrior. I think it's Peaceful underscore Warrior on Instagram. Uh, I don't really do Twitter so much anymore. But uh, we also have uh, our Trees Fall in the Woods uh, Facebook page Mm -hmm. and Instagram account. Um, And I think that's all I got for that. Yeah, so listen. (sighs) I love you. I love everybody to a certain extent. I believe that something could happen from this, from Kelly Ripa lying, and from what happened with Gregory Floyd. Was it Gregory Floyd? George Floyd. Was it George Floyd? I'm pretty sure. No, hold on. That hold would on. be really awful if we ended this show. No, we did. We did. Not no. knowing. Oh, no, you got it right. It's George Thank Floyd. Thank God. So, no, for good. No, you got it right. I fucked up. No. So, Mr. George Floyd. So, like. But even I was uncertain for a moment there. Right. Well, like, I mean, shit, there's so many of us that are dying, you can't remember everyone's name. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. But the point is, there's an opportunity for us to make a change. And there's an opportunity for us to be better be different, but we can't until we change our thinking. And the only way that we change our thinking is that we confront the truths that are inside of us and also that are outside of us. Mm -hmm. So until people are ready to do that, then it's going to be an ongoing cycle. One of the sort of mantras of the quarantine situation that I've seen a lot lately is uh, think beyond yourself. And I agree with it. And 
based on everything we've talked about today and what Rob has just expressed right now, I think it's a combination of think beyond yourself, but also think about yourself. And by that, I mean think about who and what you are and why you have the reactions and the emotions, the feelings that you have. Don't just react. Yeah. Study. Yeah, I mean... Consider yourself. Yeah, I, whatever it is, man, just there's there's ways of conquering your mind. And when you conquer your mind and you're able to get that sense of freedom, it's the most amazing thing mm-hmm. that anyone could ever experience. I know because of I feel so much freer because my emotions don't get the best of me unless they're in, ex- like, insane sh- extremes. Right. Um, but... That's the real you. Yeah. That's you not just reacting to chemicals that are firing off in your brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Those extremes are very tough, but I I just want to let anyone who's listening to this, you have an opportunity to make a choice. You just have to make that choice. If you want to fall into your diagnosis, if you want to, you, if you want to use the world around you as an excuse, that means you're giving this space a reason to be shitty or to not make a choice to do better. And if that's the case, then you know I feel I just hope that you find a way to to conquer that. So just try to be the best you can, I suppose. I mean, I don't know, yeah. but as always, go ahead. Well, we've had a lot of laughs here today, guys. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, yeah. but look, we've always said um, this is this is more of a therapeutic show, uh, you know. So we appreciate you listening, yeah. And we hope that you gain something from this, mm-hmm. and we hope you continue listening. And uh, we're going to try and put out as many episodes as we can. And again, I ask, yeah. I ask for patience uh, yeah. and, and forgiveness, yeah. and acceptance. And if and, you and if you're one of those, and if you're if if you're one of those people that who that I would say if you're one of those people that were took a long time for you to get home today on the highway. I hope you like black people when you get in the house. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Oregon Amy. Yeah. And miss uh, you. Yeah. And as always, take your meds and let's get these hoes. I have. Ha. Damn it. I eighty four.